So how can we stop resenting having to create content, stop resisting it, and to be able to do it consistently? Now, those of you who are live here with me have added some wonderful uh, thoughts below, and thank you for that. And those who are watching this later, you'll be able to find those notes below. But let me share with you some of my notes and some of my thoughts. And by the way, these are, these are my thoughts. And uh, I think each of us needs to answer the question for ourselves, right? Because the resistance towards creating or posting is often a personal one. Um, each of us has a, a different relationship to social media, at least slightly different. And I think it's important to, to come to your own answers. Maybe some of my thoughts will be helpful for you and I invite you to then integrate anything that's useful and then, and then just leave the rest. All right, I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen and show you some of my notes here. So these are just some notes. I, I'll just kind of talk about one thing at a time. And the first idea is that social media is a continual opportunity to test your ideas. Now, I, um, I have an entrepreneurial uh, father, and when he was building his business, to, to, to be able to get ideas for products and services and marketing ideas, he'd have to go and you know, ask people through the phone or by meeting people face-to-face. -face. And it was just a lot of work to be able to get ideas and, uh, you know, for what might work in his business. Well, today, my goodness, you could just go on Facebook or Instagram or you know, LinkedIn or wherever you use social media and just ask the question. You can ask questions to get people to help with your business, right? I mean, by the way, this is a great question to ask your social media audience. The only person who cannot ask this question is somebody like me. If, if you are a fellow marketing expert, self-styled self marketing expert, you cannot ask this question. But for everybody else who is here, who is not, build, not building, who here is not building themselves as a marketing expert? Raise your hand. That's not what you're selling. Okay. Then you, my friends, are blessed because you can go on social media and say, hey, folks, I'm not really good at marketing my business. you have any ideas on how I might market my business better? Really? When was the last time you just simply humbly put yourself out there and says, hey, I'm not great at marketing my business. Anybody got any tips for me, especially if you know my work? You might be surprised because people go, yeah, you know what? I've always thought of you as being really good at this. Maybe you should mention that more often in your in your content, right? Oh, you know, I, I really enjoyed um, when you talk about this and maybe you should talk about that more. So, and for all of us now, now I can include the rest of us marketing experts. Social media is, is for all of us, social media is, the, is a great place to ask, hey, what should the title of my next product or program or service be? Yeah, so you can say, hey, my, uh, I'm, I'm launching uh, or relaunching this service, this program. It's basically for this kind of person. It uh, helps them to deal with this. And do you have any ideas on what this should be called? Get some responses from your audience. You know, I always think about marketing. Um, I, I like to say marketing, authentic marketing particularly, is simply a, a, a way to scale friendships. Let's think about marketing that way. You know, I don't like to think about marketing as persuading people, charming people into working with you, hypnotizing them, uh, manipulating them, which is what most of marketing is about. So I, I, which I don't like to be having that done unto me. So I don't want to do that unto others. So instead I reframe it saying, 
I'm basically making a lot of friends <laughs> all at once in a scalable way, or at least becoming friendly, having people become friendly with me all at once. And so I like to think of marketing and as much as possible as partnering with my audience to create something beautiful and useful together. You know, because one of the secrets of marketing to make marketing easy, sell what other sell what your audience wants to buy. The more you can do that, the easier your marketing becomes. And the more you're just selling something that you came up with from your own head in isolation and try to push it down other people's throats, the harder your marketing becomes, which is why, unfortunately, how so many of us do it, and including those of us who are heart-centered, who are visionary, we can also sometimes be too much in our heads in our, in our own hearts. Now, heart may be connected to more people, but still, we can sometimes be in too much in our own heads. We don't do enough collaboration with our audience to create something together. So I'm always trying to create with my audience the next product, the next service, the next program, the next event. So when I'm getting ideas for what my next product or service should be or program, I'm also, after I get ideas, I then start outlining some things and then I get their feedback. Say, hey, I've got a draft here. What do you think about this program idea, this service idea, this package, this event? And then after that, I'll say, and then you know, a couple of weeks later, I will make a post to say, hey, I've got three titles for my upcoming event, package, service, program, whatever it is that I'm selling. Three titles. Which of these titles do you like the best? Or do you have a fourth one idea for me? You can mash it up. You see what I mean? So I'm always, always testing. Of course, if I'm publishing a book or if, if, if my program has, has, a, has a great cover image for my service or package or whatever, I will design several or have several designed for me. You know, Fiverr is very easy, can cheap, $25, someone can design a, a cover image or anything for you. So you got several of these designed, you put it out there, hey, which of these do you like best? So I'm always partnering. Using social media is the easiest way. What are you going to do? Knock on people's doors? What are you going to do? Try to personally email 100 people? Yes, of course, you can email, use your email newsletter, but that only goes so far because people don't want to keep receiving emails from you. Whereas social media, the benefit is they went there. This is very important. The difference between newsletter, email newsletter, and social media is email newsletter, you are putting yourself in their inbox without them saying, hey, when is your next email? I mean, sometimes you know, they are expecting it, but if you're asking questions or something, it's like you're, you're putting your, you're a little bit intruding in their inbox. Isn't that right, email newsletter, right? Where social media, you're not intruding on anybody. They showed up to Facebook saying, oh, I want something interesting to look at. I want something to read right now that, you know, right? You see what I mean? There's a big difference there. So they showed up looking for something and then you happen to be one of those messages. You're not intruding. You're not intruding on social media. Very important, right? Okay. So um, unless you use LinkedIn events and you invite everybody and that emails them. So, <laughs> there are certain social media tools that it's a little bit intrusive, which I don't use. Um, when I use LinkedIn events, I don't invite all my connections. Some people do that and it's a little bit uh, annoying, but it's okay. It's okay. If you did that, you didn't know. So you're, you're forgiven. Um, so social media is also a way to serve humanity. Very important to reframe this because if you want to stop resenting and resisting, let me ask you this question. Do you resent the opportunity to serve humanity and to uplift humanity? Now you might resist it because it's your, it's your deep purpose. And we often resist our deep purpose, isn't it? That may be true. And you can work with your 
therapist or your coach or your healer or your mentor on that inner resistance to express your, your, your greatest purpose. But as you continue working through that, it's an ongoing process. Now, social media is simply a tool to serve humanity at scale. So let me ask you this question. Oh, but social media is so negative and, you know, ah, oh, so much negative political stuff on there and, and other you know, negative messaging and things like that. Do you have to read those negative messages or can you simply scroll past them? You always have, an, you always have a choice. And if you scroll past the negative messages, guess what? The algorithm learns, ah, oh, those are your preferences. Oh, those are not your preferences. And let us not show you those negative messaging in the future. Yes, that's what the algorithm does. The, algor the algorithm is our friend. It's not, a, it's not an enemy. It's not something to manipulate. The algorithm is always trying to figure out what you want and to give you more of it. The algorithm is not some Mark Zuckerberg manipulating the elections. It's the algorithm is humanity's mindset at this current time. That's what the algorithm is trying to do. And the algorithm is personal to each person. Facebook is trying to figure out what you specifically want and to give you more of it so that why? Why do they want to give you more of it? More of what you want? So that you'll show up more often. And so that advertisers like me can put messages in front of you. That's a little bit of intrusiveness, just a little bit, right? But you can scroll past that too. You're used to scrolling, right? We're all used to scrolling. So let me ask you this. So you're, think about one of your ideal clients, somebody who could really, really benefit from the work that you do, somebody who has that pain that you can resolve, help to resolve, something, someone who has that yearning that you can help to fulfill through your method, through your service, through your pro program or product. Now, imagine that person showing up on Facebook or on Instagram, or on LinkedIn, or wherever else you, you use social media. Do you want that person to mostly be seen shallow, negative messages, or simply entertainment that's, yeah, it's entertaining, but doesn't really uplift their life and fulfill that yearning that you, your service can help fulfill? Or would you like them to have the opportunity to see your message? So why are you resenting the opportunity to brighten their day, to help them move forward in the issue that you help people do? Do you, do you see what I mean? Why are we resenting this stuff? Now, you might be resenting it because you're like, George, I watch your videos all the time and you're always telling me to create consistently and I resent that, <laughs> right? It's like, uh, basically it's... George Cal Guild, right? <laughs> it's like, that's, what you, that's what you're resenting. Oh, I resent that fact that George is able to create consistently, then I'm not able to, and he's yelling at me all day long with his videos, right? So I apologize for that. No, I don't, I don't mean to yell at you. I, I, I'm hoping, I'm always hoping to try to inspire you. So um, let's continue on. I'm, I'm going to go faster here because otherwise we're going to spend all hour on this one question. Uh, when you get the notes later, if you fill out the feedback form or if you purchase the webinar, you will be able to uh, get, click on this link and find my blog post on how you're, now this is, a, this is borrowing uh, the Frederick Buchner quote, right? A la Frederick Buchner. Thank you. I don't know how to spell his name. I think it's maybe EU or ah, whatever. I'll, I'll figure it out later. You, you, can, you can Google it. Um, 
And uh, so content creation is a privilege, is a privilege to find that intersection between your strengths, passions, and what the world most hungers for, and to serve humanity. Remember I said social media is a constant marketing research platform, is a constant market research. It's constantly allowing you the opportunity to find your calling. Isn't that amazing, right? So you don't have to call 50, 100 people anymore, to, <laughs> right? So you'll, okay, so um, we've talked about a bunch of these different things and content creation also, posting on social media consistently is an opportunity to improve your communication skills. How many of you would love to learn how to publicly speak better? Raise your hand if you'd like to become a more effective public speaker. How many of you would like to become a more effective writer? Raise your hand, myself included, right? How do you do that? Well, yeah, of course you can take writing classes, you can read books about writing, you can get a writing coach or consultant, but ultimately you still need the market to tell you if your writing or if your public speaking is making an impact on them. Your writing coach can give you, you know, all these edits, structural edits, and give you prompts, and of course, but then your writing coach is one opinion. You see what I mean? Yes, writing coach is smart, of course, but your market and your audience is the ultimate arbiter of whether or not your message is making an impact. You see the opportunity we have every day, every hour, okay, to say, my God, these people are showing up voluntarily to, to, to test my writing and to test my public speaking. My goodness, what a, what a privilege this is. You see, it's not a resentment. It's a privilege every day, right? You've got this privilege to, to improve the way you communicate and how you make an impact on humanity. So base, bottom line, start with what is doable for you. Once a week is fine. Hey, you don't have to be like me posting every day. Although ironically, you know, the funny thing is if you're starting out and trying to become consistent at it, let me tell you this funny secret. It's easier to create every day than it is to create once a week. It's the strangest thing in the world. Just like it's easier to exercise every day than to try to muster yourself up that once a week. Oh God, I got to psych myself up. I've been sitting on my couch the whole week. I got to psych myself up. It's easier to say, ah, it's my daily walk. You see what I mean? So creating, as you get into it, you'll be like, oh my God, it's actually easier to say, have I created today yet? Have I written today? Have I made a video today? Whatever way you, you create, okay? Have I posted on Instagram? Whatever the way it is you create. Have I done that today yet? Oh, I haven't done that. Let me do that real quick. And then once you, once you get into that rhythm, you're like, oh, you know what? Instead of doing it at 11.59 p.m. to try to make, it, make, the, make the midnight deadline, Maybe I should do it at 11.55 p.m., <laughs> right? Give myself four more minutes next time. Oh, okay, 11.55 p.m. Maybe I should do it at uh, 11 p.m. next time, and then 10 p.m., <laughs> and then eventually you're like, I've carved out a 4 p.m. time to create content. Oh, I've carved out a 9 a.m. time, you know? And that's how I got started, is to create every day. And George, but I feel resentment that I have to write a 1,500-word blog post. Who's, who the fuck said you have to write a 1,500-word blog post? Google told me that 1,500 words is the ideal length of a blog. Why are you going to ideal length when you're just starting out? Oh, George, I resent having to 
make a 15 second really entertaining TikTok video where I'm not a very good dancer, but I still have to dance and point to these words that are showing up because I'm supposed, who said you have, to, you have to do that? You don't have to do that. I'm not a dancer, although now you might disagree with me, right? <laughs> I don't, right? I don't, you don't see me making dance videos, you know? No, I, you create however the fuck you want to create, right? If you say, I can't write 15, write one word, that's, guess what? I want you to create every day. I think that's easier, to be honest. It's really easier to create every day. You could take, you could take the weekends off, or you could take two days off a week, three days off a week. It's okay. You really can. You know, you can always break the rules, right? But if you create consistently, don't let anybody say this has to be 15 seconds or five minutes or 30 minutes or 1,500 words or 700 words or 2,000 characters. Drop all that. Drop it. Just say, I'm going to create every day, even if it's one word. Even if I show up on video and totally mess it up for one minute or five minutes, I can't stop talking, <laughs> apparently. And so I go on for 30 minutes on a Facebook live. Whatever. You created today. Congratulations. And you're on your way. Step one, get the feel of creating consistently. Now, it may be that you create in a small, tiny group of three other friends, four other friends, get together, secret, hidden, private Facebook group. I have another segment in this webinar that talks about how to create a secret, hidden Facebook group that nobody knows, knows about except for the three friends that you've invited. You can start by doing that, creating that private secret group and so you can get used to it and everybody gets used to it together. And then eventually you step out to your Facebook profile, your friends, your supportive friends, you know, just on your profile. But anyway, start consistent, get the feel of it. And you realize, oh my God, I have some things to say. You'll realize that. So I hope this is helpful. Thanks, Liesl, for bringing up this point that, you know, hey, what if I don't have a big audience? I'm creating and it's draining because I'm not getting anything back. What's happening here? is you are creating, you're thinking of social media as a validation engine. Say that again. I'm creating because I just want to feel good that I'm, I'm, I'm worthy, that I have something to say. And if, if someone doesn't tell me that, then it's not worth creating. I, I get it, of course. And it is a continual mindfulness practice to ooh, recognize that I'm just about to do that or I'm, uh, and to try to disconnect, social media is not a validation engine, or yes, of course it is, but we try not to, we, we aim to say, well, I am aware of that dynamic and I'm gonna set that aside. And instead, I'm gonna think of social media as a ministry engine. I'm gonna think of social media as a humanity upliftment engine. That's, and I'm gonna think of social media as a practice tool for me to learn how to create, how to speak, how to write, in a more effective way. That's all I'm doing. I'm just practicing here. Now, if you really can't stand the fact that you get no likes and no comments at all, well, then the thing to do is to create a small cohort of you and three others, uh, supportive colleagues and friends and say, hey, we all <laughs> can't get over the addiction of social media as a validation engine. We admit that, you know, validators anonymous, create that small group and say, please love me, <laughs> okay? When you post, here's my article, P.S., please love me. <laughs> okay, no, I'm, I'm making a joke. But really, you can create that small group and, and just say, uh, you know, we want to 
have the experience of exposure plus support, exposure plus support again and again and again. So we feel confident about showing up on social media. So why don't we create that small group and we can just post to each other and our commitment to each other is to support each other's posts. And then we get that experience and then we step out a little bit further from there. So 